0: Last time on Dice Heist, Bertram returns home after finding out his father is alive to find Dirk pacing on the ceiling reading a nudie mag. After catching Dirk up and realizing Adam is nowhere to be found, the two begin to drink the night away. Adam returns home in the early morning with coffee to find the two passed out on the floor with empty bottles rolling around. Bertram wakes up and the group has a heart-to-heart as Bertram fills Adam in, and then suggests that Adam should have led with the coffee, and Dirk should start making breakfast. As they're getting breakfast together, they each get a message on their magical notepad called a page from their commanding officer, Sir Nurgram Mudbreaker. It seems food must wait, as duty calls them down to the docks to investigate an interesting break-in. As they arrive, this case begins to unfold but it presents more questions rather than answering them, especially the large hole that the guard didn't notice. Dirk takes a look inside and sees that a small pile of crates has been beat to crap along with an overturned machine for moving the crates. Bertram talks to the dockmaster and gets some more background on the situation, but in the end gets the company lying. Adam investigates the hole and finds it was both blown outward and disintegrated by acid, but there seems to have been some cleanup done that doesn't add up either. Dirk's further investigation leads him to notice that the smashed crates don't seem like they've been here long, and finds some unexplainably large shards of glass. Bertram decides to question the guard, who somehow slept through the whole thing, but their conversation is interrupted, as the rest of the investigative team finds a trail leading to the sewers.
1: Welcome to Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. My name is Aaron. I'll be playing your resident uh, human bard, Bertram Dirgestride. Over to you, Nick.
2: Hey, guys. I'm Nick. Uh, I'm playing uh, Dirk Vilgoth, the human arcane trickster. Over to you, Bronson.
3: Hey, guys. I'm going to be playing Adam Varva, our
0: rogue wizard. DM. Hey guys, uh, this is Raceland, and we're back on Dice Heist again for episode 12. Uh, Last time we kind of got into the guys' lives in Agelphia, and we got to look at what their apartment life looks like and how disorganized and tattered their new uh, new existences. But they seem to be making, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we could we could always chalk that up to a bad night for Bertram, but. Well, let's not point out the fact that Adam definitely pulled an all-nighter for almost no good reason at all. But, uh, yeah, so yesterday you guys got, or I'm sorry, this morning you guys got a call on your devices, uh, which is your notepad that allows people to send messages to you. They call it a page. Um, and you're able to uh, send messages back and forth with this device. And you guys got a message saying that You needed to check out a warehouse down by the docks that had been broken into. And when you arrived, you guys saw something that was kind of really messed up. Uh, There's a giant hole in the wall, and you were trying to figure out what was going on. But from there, you found a manhole cover that led down into the sewers. And your CEO, when he was informed of this, was like jumping right onto you to Get down in there and check things out immediately. So that's where we leave you guys as you're kind of looking at the sewer grate, and you know you're all looking up at each other, deciding who should touch this disgusting thing to open it up.
1: <laughs> well, Adam, you like touching gross stuff, so uh,
3: Adam Adam will have his like notebook out. He's just gonna be like pretending to be engrossed in it. Uh, writing, writing things down, just not really paying any mind to the disgusting manhole cover.
2: Oh, hold on, hold on a second. Does anybody else here get the feeling that this break in was a setup? It wasn't a normal break in that this trail we're following is a little too easy. I mean, I found some crates and some broken glass in there that did not match the surrounding crates and the other vials that were in there i i get a suspicion this is a setup we're being led somewhere and knowing that gandon
0: knows who we are and what we're up to this doesn't feel good uh so just to give you a little bit more background and put your mind at ease for the most part what you guys have witnessed of your investigative team and also of you know the the department as a whole is that it's most of the people there are trustworthy so if this is a job of you know someone setting this up it's not on the end of the the department just just to kind of give you that kind of you know your your first impression of it as well sure Mm -hmm.
1: Well, the, the whole thing doesn't quite make sense but we don't have enough information so far and the best way to find if someone set a trap for you is to spring it.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I guess well,
1: so. not the best, maybe, but certainly the easiest.
2: Alright, well, if we're gonna do this, let's all be on our guard.
3: To be, to be perfectly honest, if we don't know what we're going up against, I feel like we should call him back up
1: Yes, you write to Mudbreaker and let them know we need backup to go in a hole and let me know what they say.
2: Quick question for DM. Is it Is is our boss's name Mudbreaker or Nugbreaker? Or yes. Mudbreaker. No,
0: it was Mudbreaker. Mudbreaker. He got it right. Okay. He's a dwarf. Okay. Yeah. His his name is Nurgrim Mudbreaker. Okay. Just wanted to double check. Okay. Yep. Uh and and you will notice that his title is also Sir. Sir Nergrim Mudbroker. Okay. Yep. Okay, cool.
2: <laughs> Alright, uh so Dirk's gonna reach into his bag of holding that he got from the silver sail from the assassin after cleaning it up. And he's gonna pull out his uh crowbar and just kinda reach down with it and pry open the uh pry open the manhole cover. And open it up.
0: Yeah. You use your crowbar to uh, gently open up the manhole cover and it, it pops free quite quickly and easily. Um, but I'm sure uh, as as you do that, your hair is tousled uh, by a slight strong breeze from inside the sewer. Uh, you are immediately assaulted by the smell of sewage, standing water, and the steel sea air. It almost feels as if you've been knocked over by a wave with salt water penetrating your nostrils. Only that wave also has excrement and bile mixed in.
2: Okay, so it smells like home. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) For you, it does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, shit. (laughs) 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 And and once Dirk is able to get past the smell, you notice uh, there's almost this chill breeze uh, that runs down your spine. Uh, as you can kind of feel the temperature below is is much colder Ooh. than outside.
2: Uh, well, I guess uh, you two don't want to be the first ones in, so I guess I'll uh, I guess I'll lead the way. Zed, come here. And Zed will just kind of fly and land on his shoulders, and he'll just kind of peer through Zed's eyes to kind of give him the uh, the dark vision. As he starts to descend. And so mm-hmm. so Zed will be on his shoulders, pretty much giving him a first-person view, but with the dark vision there. Gotcha. Uh,
0: yeah, so you look down and you see a ladder below you. Okay. That leads into the murky water below. Sweet. So uh, as you descend into the darkness, you try not to think about what uh, your hand is touching that had been living on the rungs. (laughs) Uh, If you do glance at your hands, they are covered in grayish-green grime. Once you reach the bottom, your feet disappear in the ankle-deep water. Using your torch... I'm sorry. Using uh, your dark vision given to you by uh, Zed, you notice that what looks to be fish swimming around your ankles inquisitively. You continue down the tunnel towards the sound of rushing water amplified by the stone walls around you. So yeah, you, you kind of are able to break in there and uh, kind of make room for the other two to get down.
2: Okay.
3: Come on down, guys. The water is great. Uh, Adam's going to open up his page real quick, and he is going to message Mudbreaker uh, or, or Dispatch, whoever would be able to mm-hmm. accomplish this, but Basically, he would request just muscle, just like one guy with a gun really is, I guess, what he would ask for as far as backup goes, just to be sent into the same manhole entrance that were coming down at the scene.
0: Uh, You send this over to Mudbreaker and he's like, would would you find, is there, are there assailants? And he's like questioning you like, what's going on, you know, because it doesn't seem like this was an emergency request. So he's he's asking for a little bit more clarification on why you need this uh, he, resource.
3: Right back, like, uh, just in case we find whoever. What's the words I'm looking for? Whoever. Because nothing was stolen, right? Uh, there stolen. was
0: there was at least some crates missing. You could kind of tell, but it wasn't a lot. If it was stolen.
3: Okay. Then yeah. It if just anything,
0: be, it was a handful of vials, maybe a little bit more.
3: Um. Then yeah, we. I would just put like. In case we find a perpetrator on our way down here, I i doubt, I'll write in there, like, I doubt that they're going to just give back the merchandise or come willingly as criminals that go to this length. Usually don't.
0: Uh, you get a response back. Copy. I will get a backup team ready at the edge of the sewers. Don't know when they can get there, but I'll deploy them immediately. You guys go on ahead. They should be there before anything bad happens.
3: All right. Yeah. I'll write back. Copy. Continue uh, down the sewers.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you guys know that there'll be at least a backup team close by soon that you guys can call in if necessary.
2: Okay. Dirk's gonna draw his rapier just as a precaution.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Yeah, so uh, do Bertram and Adam descend into the sewers?
3: Oh, yes. That would probably be next. Yep. Okay. Unless Bertram says otherwise.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, Bertram seems to be awful quiet about this situation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't know why. Um,
1: should have worn someone else's boots today. Come on, you
2: pansies. You can shower later
0: can someone make a perception or actually yeah everyone make a perception check because you guys all are in this murky water just kind of looking around okay
1: okay if there's not light down here i would cast
0: light okay yep there you go yeah there's this you got your little orb of light
2: well that's a nat one so uh i guess uh zed is kind of distracted here and not really helping. (laughs) Yeah, Zed's looking
0: down at the water. Yeah, exactly. He's looking at the fish, like cocking his head, like, is this a meal? (laughs) I'm like, Zed, Uh, come on, come on. (laughs) And he'll like shake his head and he's like looking back around. Uh, I got 18 for mine. 18 and then Bertram? 20. 20. Okay, so Adam and Bertram, both of you can kind of determine that that rushing sound that you hear coming from up ahead... Is probably the cistern that leads out into the ocean uh, from the sewers. So that's probably out of the sewers. And your best guesses is that the perpetrator wouldn't go towards that area. Um, they would probably go back inwards a little bit inwards towards the city. Um, and as you kind of turn around and look down that that tunnel away uh, from the the cisterns, it it just it feels as if it's darker and like dingier and just thicker the the stench and all that but it's definitely the direction you think you need to go
3: disgusting great let's continue yeah. okay
0: <laughs> are there any like um is there like any sludge or
1: grossness at the bottom like under the water line here or is this, oh yes is yeah. there are there any like tracks or like drag marks or so darkness?
0: it definitely looks like in this area it's been all kind of like been tussled up recently and as you look a little bit closer um, you can notice that kind of like stuck in some of the sludge that's a little bit above the waterline even just kind of like stuck you, you notice a few pieces of glass and even a broken vial uh, has has fallen here so the trail continues this way you're not sure you know other than that but it definitely looks like this has been disturbed recently and you do pick up those few little bits there
2: Okay. DM question. Is it is it mm-hmm. like pitch dark in here or is there like dim light or
0: um so currently where you're standing it's kinda like dimly lit because you have the manhole cover above still open. Okay. Um and then even towards the direction of the cistern you can see like faint light from where it's kinda like letting in, but the direction you're going in is just towards the pitch blackness of of the the sewers. Um and as as you guys can I'm assuming you're continuing on kinda a little bit at a time here. Um, but as you do so, you do see, like, bits of light from, you know, drains that let into the the sewers here and there, uh, up up towards the streets. But that's, it's a very small amount of light that's being let in. Okay. Right, right.
3: <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, does anything, when you said, like, things look rustled, you meant everything kind of, like, yeah. below S- the surface of the water seemed like Yeah, rustling, yeah, or? so,
0: like... If if you've ever um, dealt with like a natural like mud puddle, um, there's almost like the silt at the bottom of it, and when you step in it, it kind of all the the water goes completely murky. And
3: poofs, yeah, 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 I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it
0: kind of like poofs up, and then eventually it'll settle down again. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, it hasn't. It seems as if it's it's been rustled up recently, and it's it's not like completely settled again. So it's not like you have that separation of the water right now. Dope. And all the right. sludge. We should be quick. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you could say that based on the sludge, I mean, it just seems a little bit more well-mixed than what you'd expect, I guess. Right. So, um, you don't think someone's been here, like, in the last five minutes, but maybe an hour or so, there could have been someone in here, so.
3: Alrighty, I'm gonna have my, I'm gonna take my repair out, too, uh, seeing that okay. Dirk has his out. Yeah. Why not?
1: I'll take out my plus one here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> give it a little flourish. And then I'll actually cast light on the rapier.
0: Okay, yep. So it's like it's like glowing and it's shining from the tip um <laughs> all the way down. Yep.
2: All right, cool. And how much how much light does that give us? Light
0: spell. Uh, I think it's similar to a torch. I don't know though. Bertram, do you have the specifics on that?
1: Oh, yeah, it's 20 bright,
0: 20 dim. Okay. 20 bright, okay. 20. Yeah, so that's not awful. So you got about, like, 40 feet of visibility and, you know, 20 feet from... Only 20 feet of, like, bright being able to fully identify something. So, um... But you're kind of able... the, The tunnel... Or, I'm sorry, the sewers kind of split off and some of them get smaller. But, Bertram, with your amazing perception check, you're able to still continue following this... Uh, this trail of both glass and also... You know, the sludge, you notice a couple things brushed off from the wall that, you know, like a marking of a handprint, Um, almost. Yeah, it's not quite a handprint, but there was definitely someone rested maybe their arm on it or something like that recently, uh, as the sludge has been kind of wiped away partially recently, and, you know, after a bit bit of time, it would eventually kind of, like, settled again. Um, But you're able to follow this trail, and... Uh, are you guys doing anything in particular as you're going along to kind of make yourself stealthy or otherwise? I know you're kind of splashing through water here a little bit, but yeah. uh, is there anything you guys would like to do to prepare yourself as you're moving forward? I know you pulled out your swords, but...
2: Yeah, so for first, uh, Dirk being annoyed with Zed is going to snap back into his own vision. He's not going to use Zed's vision. He's going to keep him on his shoulder, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Dirk's also gonna suggest that they try to move as, as quietly as possible. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's try to uh, keep quiet, huh? Uh,
3: Dirk's gonna, or sorry, not Dirk. Uh, Adam's gonna look over at Dirk and um, Nick. Was it was it like shoes that he has now that allow him to basically spider climb?
2: Yeah, but my guess is since we're kind of in a sewer, the walls would be pretty grimy, and it wouldn't be like an applicable surface for him to walk on. Because uh, they're it's they're essentially gadgets that attach to his boots that are equivalents to slippers of spider climbing. Uh,
0: the 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 DM will confirm that uh, that suspicion. Okay. Yeah, that, the gotcha. walls are. Yeah, it's definitely way too slippery for them to work. And that was your initial, like, kind of just thought. You were definitely right on that one. Yeah. All
3: right. Then, then, yeah, I guess I would just, uh, yeah, I would try to be, like, quiet. Or okay. Hmm, Dirk, Dirk, you're you're faster than the two of us. Do you think that you'd be able to sneak ahead that way? That way, basically, the three of us don't have to worry about one or the other giving away the position of all three.
2: Yeah, I can, uh, I can do my best.
3: So uh, we'll try to we'll try to stay back and and in, in eyesight and uh, eyeline. Let us know if you know we come across anything where we need to stop. Okay, yeah, I'll uh,
2: I'll lead ahead and uh, you guys just kind of follow a little bit further behind and we'll see what we can see. And uh, at this point, Dirk is just going to kind of grab Zed and pull him in front of his face. It's like, all right, Zed, I need you to pay attention right now because our lives are on the line, okay? And I need you. All right, and then he's going to put him back on his shoulder and then peer (laughs) back through his eyes since he's not going to have light and he's trying to be stealthy. Go ahead and make a stealth check as you're moving
0: forward. Okay. Uh, And then I'm also going to need you to make another perception check.
2: Okay, so that's 17 for stealth. Okay. And a natural 20 for perception, so that's a total of uh, 25.
0: Yeah, so your whispered words to... Uh, Zed definitely seemed to have resonated with him. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. (laughs) So you got lucky on that one. (laughs) (laughs) As you continue moving forward, the rest of the group is kind of, the other two are kind of staying a little bit behind enough to see you, but not enough to interfere with your investigation and all that. As you get a little bit further ahead, you see some flickering light almost from flame. Um, and and as you're able to kind of look ahead a little bit more, you can see that there's this kind of larger section that's almost a junction of several different sewers, uh, sewer pipes. And sitting around what looks to be some sort of garbage fire is um, four kobolds, which are these small uh, versions of Dragonborn, almost. Mm, mm. Uh, they're actually known to be kind of like the lesser race of them, and uh, they they do kind of they do for the most part make up the homeless population in the city. There's there's several issues going on in the city with whether or not they should be given full rights or not.
2: Okay, so I'm guessing they probably look pretty nasty and gross because they they're staying yeah. down here. But
0: oh yeah, they they look like they've lived in the sewers. I mean okay, um, but they're just quietly chatting around this this. I, I say garbage fire, but it's almost like just this like heap that they've kind of like keeping it contained and all that with some stones around it for some
2: warmth. Okay, so Dirk's gonna kind of uh, silently cast a uh, message as a cantrip um, mm-hmm. back towards uh, I guess Adam, and he'll mention <laughs> I see four kobolds down here, although I don't think they're related to the incident they look like they're homeless
0: yep Uh, and you definitely can tell that the trail before you can break the conversation uh, you can definitely tell that the um, the trail does lead through where they're they're sitting
2: okay
3: Adam uh, would if we're still in eyesight Adam would like kind of wave over to Dirk and try to wave him towards Bertram and Adam, unless I can respond.
2: You 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 can respond to the message. It's it's just a short, like, one or two sentence phrase.
3: Basically, responding to the message, Adam would say, let's have Bertram interact with these three real quick we'll see if they've seen anything. But we should probably have him greet them first. You know how he is with words.
2: Okay. So he'll he'll just kind of see Dirk just kind of stand still and wave them on to come up.
0: Okay. Yeah. So uh, you guys make it up there, and there's some a little bit more noise happening with you guys kind of joining him, uh, and Bertram and Adam now can see the the four cobolds kind of sitting around this this fire.
2: And I would imagine Adam Adam would, you know, uh, give. Bertram the message, that way Bertram is not just walking in on this completely clueless, because we yeah, were speaking Adam, yeah. in our minds.
3: Right, right. <laughs> Adam would probably like whisper very quietly into Bertram's ear. Uh, Talk to the three kobolds up there. See if you can clean any info from them. Well, sure. Or oh, sorry, did you say four kobolds? No, it's four. Okay, yeah. Four kobolds.
0: Um... <laughs>
3: Gonna play a game of
2: telephone
1: here. (laughs)
2: I'm going to (laughs) uh,
1: put my rapier away.
0: Okay. Smart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess, uh, yeah, I'll just put my rapier away and hmm, I'll just grab the pencil I write all my messages in, or pen, whatever it is, for the Mm -hmm. uh, page, and I'll just cast light on that. Okay. Um, And just like stick it in my. Vest front pocket So it kind of shines light Okay And I'll just I'll I'll make noise while I approach So I'm not like surprising anyone
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah so as you kind of approach them They, they look up at you And uh, you hear some kind of like chatter between them Quietly
1: uh, Good morning uh, By chance Have you guys seen any
0: uh, Boxes with
1: legs Come through here
0: uh, the the four of them, one of them just kind of like looks at you and they, they roll their eyes at you. Um, and do you speak Draconic? Nope. So you hear... kill You can tell they're not saying anything nice to you. Adam knows Draconic. Can he hear what they're saying to him? <laughs> yeah, so uh, it is just a slur of curses like get the fuck back out of here you human piece of shit you don't you're not better than us go find another spot to squat in you piece of shit you know stuff like that that's that's what comes out of his mouth
3: <laughs> uh, Adam's going to take out his page and I, I don't know if if Adam's technically like around the corner or if he's like within eyesight of these guys uh yeah but he Yeah, would, you
0: can see them but you guys are still kind of hidden we'll say.
3: Uh he's going <laughs> to message Bertram and uh, tell them, <laughs> visually tell them, like, they don't like you. I, you don't want to know what they said, but they definitely don't like you. <laughs> Unless you know how to speak Draconic, I, I, I think this might be a lost cause. I'll just um,
1: feel that my page vibrate. I'll pull it open and use my pen to look at it, and I'll kind of look over the top of it and pretend like I'm writing down um, <laughs> what they told me. <laughs> well um I'd hate to say it, but if that's your official report for official statement for the um oh man, for the police here, then i'm s- I'm afraid your day just got a lot worse. However, if you'd instead like to talk to me and not throw insults, then maybe I can ask you a few questions and pretend we never met.
0: So the one that that, shot those insults at you kind of like haphazardly over their shoulder kind of stands up now and looks at you and uh, you can see kind of this cruel, disgusting smile. The teeth are all broken and and, uh, miscolored underneath there and you just hear, Prepare to meet your forefathers, scum. And you see... Now, now that you can see in the light, there's there's also something else shining in its mouth. It looks like glass, and he crunches down on it.
1: Oh shit! Oh, just
0: gonna write to help. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the three behind him also uh, stand up, and you you hear another similar crunch coming from them, and they they all double over in pain, forward. Mm-hmm. Um. But as you're kind of, like, taking in this, this scene, uh, you see them getting a little larger. And they stand back up, and there's, like, this yellow glow to their eyes now. And they all look at you and roll for initiative.
2: Okay, I was going to say, as, soo- as soon as Dirk <laughs> sees them, like, give him the stink eye and, like, bite down mm-hmm. on something, he's rushing them. Like, he's, he's yeah, rushing so we- out.
0: We can say that you are at level with Bertram at the start of initiative count, okay. if that's okay with you, okay. And to give you that little bit of heads up, you know, like while they were doing that shit. Sure, Bertram is definitely freaking out, but yeah, you and Adam have a moment to kind of react okay. <laughs> a little bit better.
3: Yeah, dope. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool.
0: Uh, I was very calmly, collectedly writing help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were back in a way. It's okay. If I didn't
1: feed both hands to write and have my page out, then I would already have a pistol in one hand and a rapier <laughs> in the other. But no, I have to send a message to these guys.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, well, we had eyes on you, so it's okay. Uh, t- Twenty-two no, for I Dirk for initiative. Definitely, definitely had a little bit. Right <laughs> right. yeah
0: Yep, I see that. Sweet. And Bronson. Five. Five. Really? Yeah. I roll, oh a, natural, I
3: roll a natural three. <laughs>
0: this oh, could I'm, be fun. Oh wait. Okay.
3: Uh, yeah, I only get plus two.
0: Shit. Yep. Okay. So, uh, first up is Dirk. Okay. okay. Uh, are any
2: of them adjacent to Bertram, or are they like a little bit
0: further away? None of them are adjacent to Bertram. They just kind of like fell to the ground for a moment and just kind of stood back up. Um, they're just kind of right now righting themselves. Uh, we'll say they're about eh, twenty feet away from Bertram as he was like within like chatting distance with them. Um, let's see. What do I? What do I want to do? But they they definitely look aggressive and they look like they're yeah. Okay. They they definitely look like they just bulked up and kobolds are normally. Uh, no more than, like, four feet tall. These are now, like, pushing five, six feet tall right now. Ooh. Like, normal man size oh, creatures. Shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, almost as if they were just given, like, an enlarge, but on top of that, uh, uh, some sort of strength boost as well. Uh, they seem much more buff. Uh, they they basically look like a standard, like, buff short-ish uh, Dragonborn, but they definitely have, like, the longer snout of the kobold and They've got these deep yellow eyes that are just almost glowing in the the darkness here. Okay. Wait,
3: did did all three of them crush down on glass or just the one guy? All four of them did. Ah, okay, okay. Okay. Noted, noted. Yep.
0: Yeah, the one did just kind of as like a response and the other three just immediately after did the same.
2: Okay. So the one that kind of led by insulting Bertram and like did it first, Dirk's just gonna try to make an example out of him and just like try to demolish him first. So he's just gonna rush forward with Zed, as Zed kind of just like flies up in his face and claws at him, doing the help action, and and Dirk's just gonna go in with his rapier and just leap at him, uh, casting booming blade as he thrusts nice. his blade
0: into him. And yeah. Okay. So he's gonna give try. me that give me that juicy attack. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a uh,
2: 18 plus. Something, plus seven. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so twenty-five to hit. It hits. Yeah, I, I surprisingly. So. I, don't, I don't know. So now that I'm level five, I get a D8 uh, damage with that, uh, with the booming blade, and a D8 with correct. The
0: yeah. So you're doing two D8, and plus three
2: four. D6. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not using the. I'm not sneak using sneak attack. The, Oh yeah, sneak attack. That's right. Yep, yep. You're right. You're <laughs> right.
0: I mean, that was the whole point of the. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. That was the whole Zed point thing of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I get the plus four from my dex bonus. Okay. So three Uh, yeah. That's uh, twenty-three damage between piercing and piercing and thunder. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so you do 23 piercing and and thunder damage to this creature, and it just it seems unfazed by it, but yeah, there's kind of like this orb around it as well now from the booming blade, uh, and you're not sure why, but it seems like it didn't feel the full brunt of that.
2: Oh, so as Dirk makes eye contact with this thing after just stabbing into it, just doing a huge amount of damn, what he thought would, like, kill it almost instantly, he just looks up, being like, well, shit, <laughs> and so him and Zed just jump back with the uh, mobile feet so he doesn't uh, have a opportunity attack, and he just... Uh, put some distance between them at least 10 feet so that if he wants to come after him he's gonna get that he's gonna come at him yeah he's gonna get yep. that extra damage on him
0: okay yep that sounds good yep. yeah that's a perfect combo for you to do that so mm-hmm. uh so if that ends your turn yep we will move on to them uh so yeah actually can you Ooh, you know what dirk what was the d8 from booming blade what was that damage? Because that's technically force damage, and I need to know that separately. That
2: was thunder damage. Uh, that, that was eight.
0: Or thunder damage. Eight? Okay. Yeah. So I need to add. Yeah, that
2: was my good roll.
0: Okay. Okay. So from now on, just give me your slashing and your thunder damage separately. You got it. Because you're or piercing. Because your piercing damage is is, is resistant. Um, mm, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so it's their turn, and this guy is going to charge directly at, back at you, kind of completely ignoring this bubble around him. Uh, go ahead and make the, that 2d8 damage roll for me. All right.
2: Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, 12.
0: Nice. Yeah, so you do 12 damage to him, and little thunder. when this booms, he just kind of gets a little thrown off, and it seems like even maybe his knee just snapped from the, from the explosion but he still is rushing forward with the same burning passion in his eyes uh, as he makes a swipe at you with his, his hand. That is just this mangled claw. That's a burn, uh, The uh, An 11 will definitely miss you, correct? Correct. Okay, and then the second hand this time is a 20, so that will strike you.
2: Yep, AC 17.
0: Uh, doing seven points of damage. Oof. Okay. Alright, uh, and then uh, his friends behind him, uh, one of them will kind of move up towards you on the right side, and he's going to dive at you and kind of try and shove you up against the side of the sewer. So I'm going to make a posed uh, athletic check to your athletics or um, acrobatics, your choice.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, we'll go ahead. acrobatics for now okay uh, yikes uh 10 10 okay so yeah he definitely with a 12 uh grabs you and is now shoving you up against the wall um <clears throat> allowing his uh the other two to kind of break past you guys oh boy uh, so the other two kind of break past and Bertram is leveled at Adam did you move up to be with Adam and or uh, Bertram and Dirk No. No? Okay. So, Bertram, you now have two of these creatures, uh, one on either side, kind of bearing down on you. You've been able to pull out your rapier and your your pistol by now, but these these two are just kind of like right up on you right now. Um, And uh, you're getting attacked. An 18 will hit you, I'm guessing? Yep. Okay. Uh, And you are going to take seven points as well. Okay. From that attack. Uh a thirteen will miss, I'm guessing. Fifteen? Miss. Okay, and then the last attack, this one is a twenty-four. That one'll hit four. Oof. For nine points of damage. Yikes. Isn't this some good quality music? This is Skirmish Epic, Deadly Contest, by Raphael Hofstetter, from BattleBards.com. That's where we get all our background music and sound effects for the show. What is BattleBards? BattleBards is the most premium audio library ever created for the tabletop gaming experience, along with tools built specifically to use the audio seamlessly in-game tailor made background music inspired by fantasy races and locations, voiceover scripts written to bring life to everyday NPC interactions, and a colossal array of bone-crushing, spell-blasting sound effects. This is BattleBards. If you're looking to get the best value out of BattleBards.com, I would recommend giving BattleBards Prime subscription a try. With this monthly subscription, you can enjoy streaming access to all BattleBards content, Access to all BattleBards tools, including their soundboard and mixer, the ability to upload and mix your own private audio library, and 20% off all purchases of sounds you wish to permanently add to your collection. I think this is enough for me. Go check it out for yourself and see what they have to offer. Now, let's get back to Dice List. So, uh, yeah, these, these creatures are just kind of like swinging away at you right now. Um, but it is your turn now.
1: Um, the one that Dirk hit, that's the one in Mm -hmm. front of him. And then I have two others in front of me.
0: Uh, so there are two freshies in front of you. Uh, the one that, that Dirk had kind of like obliterated is right on Dirk. And there's another one that kind of like shoved him up against the wall
1: um i guess i'm just going to stab the closest one with the rapier
0: okay sounds good Uh,
1: that'll be 14 to hit
0: uh 14 is going to hit
1: um that'll be nine piercing from the plus one rapier Uh, sorry 10 piercing from the plus one rapier and i'm going to use uh my psychic blades feature uh, so I'll just stab him, and then I'll just kind of twist the rapier and find a new angle and stab it slightly deeper um, mm-hmm. and burn a bardic inspiration. Nice, nice. That's 11 more psychic.
0: Wow, okay. So it feels like because your blade is magical and this this other energy, it he feels the full brunt of it and it nearly knocks him off his feet as you stab into him. Uh, and he clutches his head in agony as he's, he's feeling the full brunt of this, both mental and physical assault.
1: Um, and then I'll look over my shoulder at, uh, I'll look over my shoulder at Adam and be like, well, time to catch up. And give him a bar of inspiration.
0: Nice. Dope. all right sweet so I'm uh, figuring that ends up uh, your turn sure does we're on to Adam who has a bardic inspiration now
3: all right so I think I've got like a few things I'd like to do exactly okay. how many feet am I from being in combat with one of these kobolds uh,
0: we will say you're like 20 maybe 30 feet away from uh, Bertram and the two attacking him dope okay Um, You you are maybe another 20 feet, uh, let's say, yeah, we're saying 30 feet from Bertram and those two. mm -hmm. uh, Dirk and the other two are 50 feet from you. So if you're thinking about range spells at all, those are also an option for you.
3: Cool, cool. Um,
0: And one is holding Dirk up against the wall.
3: Yes. Okay. So, uh, first, Adam would actually... Well, at, at, I have a question, question for actually the players, Nick.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like we would all know what languages we each speak. Uh, do we have any languages in common, you guys? Like, I've got Elvish. Do you guys speak Elvish? Nope. I, I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about Thieves Can't? Do all three of us know Thieves Can't? can't? No, I'm not a filthy rogue. I, f- I, f- I figured. I was just thinking, just in case you guys All won't right. teach
0: me. So. <laughs> yeah, but Bertram with Norvish thieves and can and is Otto. dangerous. Okay. That would Other be
2: interesting China. if we could teach Bertram thieves can.
0: Yeah, yeah, you could. I mean, that's a thing. I mean, it's yeah. a language.
3: Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see why not. We learned it from someone, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he could learn it in his downtime from you guys. All right. Although so the Adam's
3: problem gonna... is,
2: thieves can't takes a while to say something that's standard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not, not useful in combat.
3: <laughs> uh, Adam is actually going to try to speak quickly, uh, hoping that these kobolds maybe don't have a very firm grasp of common. Uh, he's going to say, "We should try to leave them outside." <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, just like as, as he's moving, he's just going to try to fucking oh. utter these, just like squeeze these words out as fast as he fucking can uh at the same time he's going to use his bonus action to activate his blade song for those of you that uh, don't remember what blade song does basically it gives me an AC bonus equal to my intelligence modifier which in this case is three so I'll have a an 18 AC. my walking speed increases by 10 feet I get advantage on uh, dexterity acrobatics checks. I gain a bonus to my concentration saving throws to maintain concentration on the spell, and uh, I'm able to use this thing twice uh, per shorts or long rest. So I'm starting that with my bonus action. As my action, I would like to... well, first I should probably do this. Adam Adam has probably seen Bertram and Dirk use their rapiers in combat before. Uh, What would it take for me to try to Tell like does it does it seem like they're having a harder time with it, or are they or does it pretty much just seem like they're fighting as they as they usually would, or what what does the situation look like? Is, like
0: it doesn't seem like anything's quite out of hand yet. I mean, there's been a few blows back and forth each way, um, okay. but it definitely okay. looks like these things are just pure rage monsters that will keep going no matter how hard you hit them right. until they're dead. So
3: I'm going to. The further the fur what's it- the furthest one that's away from me is that on Nick right now
0: yeah there's one that's uh kind of holding him down and another one a little bit further from that that's kind of wailing on him still um I will point out that if you want to try and hit the one holding Nick down I'll make a- some sort of concentration check for him to kind of keep holding on to him
3: okay yeah yeah I'll do that
0: I- I'm gonna allow use- you kind of like interrupt that if you want
3: yeah uh, well, maybe maybe I can do you one better. Uh, okay, if there's some way for us to do called shots, I would be trying to hit him like in the face to try to not necessarily blind him, but yeah, like mm-hmm. get get his attention or break his yeah. focus. Yeah.
0: So how about this? I will let you roll. Is it an attack roll or a saving throw?
3: It is a ranged spell attack against the target, so I am using my D20 roll.
0: Okay. So what I will let you do is you can roll that. Uh, attack roll with disadvantage. If you hit, it will do damage as normal, and also it will allow Dirk to break free from his his hold. If you miss, neither of those things will happen, though. All right, yeah, I'll take it. So it's kind of like increasing the stakes for the effect.
3: Take it. Let me double check my.
0: And you do need a 14 to hit these creatures. They have an AC of 13.
3: Okay, not bad, not bad. I get six to my roll here. So I'm either starting with a four, which would not do it, Mm-hmm. Let's see if I get a net one or a four. So that's ten total. Okay.
0: So your attack will miss, uh, and, and it'll it'll definitely it'll shoot a little bit too high as you were aiming for the face.
3: All right. Uh, there you go. I think I would actually check the range on this. Got 60 feet. I would want to get within 60 feet of
0: the you are within 60 feet of everyone of everyone
3: least. I would want yep. I would want to back up okay probably so I was still within 60 feet of the one the, the one that's closest to me that's directly like holding Nick or sorry dirt down okay yeah I'd want to be within 60 feet of that so I'd probably move back what like 10 feet yeah
0: 10 feet okay yeah you, you can back up about 10 feet to do that i guess
3: all right that's it for me
0: all right uh so then we're back up to the top at dirk uh and you are currently being held down by this kobold Uh, i will let you make real quick an attempt to break free as part of your movement but you will reduce your movement by half to do so okay Uh, but you're still going to need to make a opposing acrobatics or athletics check against his athletics okay cool Uh, fifteen. 15. 15. Uh, so you are able to slip underneath him, uh, and he is kind of, his arms are, you know, pulled closer, and he just, you know, falls forward towards the wall as he's trying to catch you, but you, you know, dart around, and you're able to get behind him without him Holding on to you still, so you're free now, uh, and you can you can act as normal, but you only have 20 feet of movement currently.
2: Okay. Is he still adjacent to me?
0: Yeah. So you are still adjacent to both of the other uh, kobolds. Okay. Uh, so I only have
2: 20 feet of movement. Shit. Mm-hmm. Um. And Bertram is engaged with two. Correct. Yes. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I already hurt is he, like. He's pretty hurt. Is is he up on me, or would I need to move to get to him? No, he's
0: right up on you. Both I, of them are.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm going after him first.
0: Okay, yep, go ahead. I'm going to focus on him.
2: mm mm-hmm. uh, I always feel cheap doing this, but I'm, I'm going to have Zed come back in and fly in and get him in the face again.
0: I mean, don't feel cheap. I mean, if I really wanted to... F- to fix it, I could. Yeah. So. I, I mean, you'll... you'll I, I can I can hold an attack and kill Zed in one hit. It's, yeah. it's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it makes sense in this instance. These are mindless creatures. They're just kind of like raging out. They hardly even notice Zed. Um, but yeah, right. you're, you're still able to get that advantage. And you're sneaky. Awesome. Sneaky, sneaky, stab, stab.
2: <laughs> and I am going to be uh, doing the booming blade again. Uh, of course, yeah. Might as well that, take that extra damage. Sheathing that uh, rapier and that booming white energy and plunging mm-hmm. it into him. Uh, I got nice. 19 plus 7, so it's uh, 26 to hit.
0: 26 will definitely strike. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It was pretty close, though. Yeah. All right. Let me, let me do the thunder. It was only double the armor class.
2: Let me do the thunder damage first. Okay, cool. Uh, thunder damage is 3. And then okay. I will do the... Regular. Yeah, regular damage.
3: And then that is... Nick, did you roll 2d8 for your Booming Blade?
2: Uh, So it's 1d8 it's for the one. initial attack, and then it's 2d8 if they move.
3: But at fifth level, That's the th- melee attack deals an extra d8 thunder damage to the target. So uh, initially
2: yep, right. initially, it doesn't deal oh, any, yeah, any see, extra yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah.
0: I
3: see. Yeah. I see. I see.
0: Booming Blade is a very complex spell, but it's also my favorite spell, so. Okay.
2: And that is uh, 22 piercing damage.
0: Fuck on a cracker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so 22, half to 11, uh, you still Shishkabold it. Yes. <laughs> uh, and in your process of doing so, go ahead and make a straight attack roll. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's just 11. That's an 11? Okay. So, uh, you tried to redirect your blade to stab into the other one as well, uh, but you're you're not able to kind of connect with the extra damage there. Uh, I was gonna get, let you kind of carry over the leftover to him, but you weren't able to do that, but now this one is definitely dead, and he is between you and the other creature, so. Okay, cool. Awesome.
2: Alright, one down, guys! <laughs> and, uh... Shit. And... So- from that, uh, Zed is gonna fly up, you know, as high as he can to try to keep out of their range, and um, Dirk's gonna kind of move so that he's, you know, kind of right up next to Bertram, so that you know they're they're fighting together, kind
0: of. Okay.
2: And uh, that's uh, that's uh, Dirk's move.
0: Nice. Okay. So. Next up is the cobalt. Uh, so the one that was near you, Dirk, is going to uh, dive in and try and take a swipe at you. Okay. So let's see. That is going to be ooh, a twenty and a ten. So only one will hit. Okay. Delaying seven damage. All right.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I should have done last time and use uncanny dodge to cut
0: that in half. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and now the other two, uh, that you're kind of now mingling with two with Bertram now, uh, I'm going to roll, one of them's going to attack Bertram, but the other one might attack you as well, so I'll, I'll kind of roll randomly to switch see if he switches his target. Okay. Uh, he is going to switch to you. Okay. So, two attacks on Bertram from the first one. Uh, and a 16 isn't going to hit, so they both miss Bertram.
1: 16 will just hit.
0: Oh, 16 will hit? Yeah. Okay, so you do get hit by one, then. Okay, so in that case, you take eight points of damage. Yep. All right. Uh, and then Dirk. Uh, that's an 11 and a 10, so no. Woo! Bad rolls from the DM. Fun for you, not for me. Uh... (laughs) And they're kind of just still just wailing on you guys, just kind of diving in, and it just feels kind of almost panicked, and uh, just it, it definitely feels like there's no rhyme or reason to their strategy against you. Right. Little help, Adam. So Bertram is up next now.
1: Which of the two in front, in front of me
0: looks more hurt? The one you hit with the... When uh, I the last attack time. last turn. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like there's some sort of. There's like blood dripping from his ears now. So.
1: Um. Yeah, I guess I'm going to stab that guy again.
0: Okay, cool. Try Go to. ahead and roll the hit.
1: Uh, mm hmm. 17 to hit.
0: Ooh, yeah, definitely.
1: And that's 9 from the Grapebeard.
0: Okay, yep. So, uh, for some reason, it seems like your rapier is striking a little bit better than Dirk's, even though he's, Look, he's hitting weirdly. the right the right <laughs> spot. Sure. Uh, so bad, so bad. All right. Uh, but this one looks like he is on his very last legs right now. Did Adam use my inspiration yet? No, he did not.
3: Okay. No, not yet. Do I need to... How, how does the inspiration work? Can you remind... Basically, add it to a d20. Before, Any d20 roll. Before or after? After. 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 Okay.
0: Uh, yep. And it's a d8 now.
3: Ah, okay, cool.
0: Mm-hmm. It went up when he leveled. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's going to be it.
0: Okay. Yeah, so that's it for him. Uh, and then, Adam, you are up now
3: so the, what do you do which one seemed like it was on its last leg
0: uh, the one that Bertram just stabbed again
3: cool Adam is going to he's gonna fire off another ray of frost at the one that Bertram just stabbed
2: okay
0: yeah so go ahead and roll the hit on that
3: I think that'll hit that'll be 21
0: yeah that, that should hit Go ahead and roll that damage.
3: This will be 2d8's worth of cold damage. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: that's right, you got the bump now. Keep forgetting you guys are a little bit deadly. <laughs> that's 10 uh, points
3: of cold damage. As the... Uh, I, I assume we're in like a kind of like moist, humid place. So, yeah. So as he casts this Ray of Frost, he kind of charges it up for like half a second, and you see the air just around the hands on his glove or on his gauntlet kind of condense into this
0: beam. Mm -hmm.
3: That's it Mm -hmm. for
0: me. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, So yeah. So his head gets just skewered by this, uh, this blast and he, he just falls over his head kind of like crumpled under the weight of the ice and the shards kind of stabbing into him now. Uh, so he is most definitely dead as well so you've got two down and two to go uh anything else you were going to do with your turn adam
3: I don't believe I don't believe so as long as I'm still within 60 feet of at least one of them I'm good
0: okay all right cool so then next up we have dirk okay so uh
2: the the one who kept trying to pin dirk and grab onto him Dirk's mm-hmm. just gonna kind of make eye contact with him real quick he's gonna be like I'm gonna kill your friends first and then I'll kill you and he'll just use a uh, bonus action to disengage and double around uh, Bertram so he's disengaging from that one doubling mm-hmm. around Bertram and going in for another booming blade into that one and okay he'll cool charge up that booming energy and thrust it into him. Uh, this time not at advantage because I'm not going to use that right now uh, okay but since he is adjacent I will still get sneak attack if I hit sounds good uh, it's a 12 plus 7 so that's 19 to hit 19 still hits alright uh, thunder damage first uh, 5 thunder
0: okay and then that's uh, 18 piercing. 18 piercing damage, okay. So yeah, this kobold definitely uh, seems like it was hurt by that, but it doesn't seem too phased by that, and it is kind of like redirecting its anger towards you. Right, and uh, as the booming energy just en-
2: envelops him, Dirk's just going to look him in the eye and just kind of leap back uh, however m- much movement he's got, like maybe 10 feet, and he's just kinda kind of give him the little give him the come hither motion with his finger
0: okay yep Yeah, so you're leaping back towards uh, Adam correct
2: uh yeah sure or are you going yeah okay all right
0: so you're leaving Bertram up up there with them and uh yep all right so next up we have the one that you were just taunting mm-hmm. uh, and I'm gonna actually roll to see what he does okay And I rolled the fun number. Yay. (laughs) So he remembers that little pesky bird being so helpful to you. And he's going to start charging towards the bird that is now in this sewer that kind of lets it almost mitigate its advantage towards uh, of uh, being able to fly higher in the sky and further away. Right. Uh, so it's gonna take two swipes at the bird. Ooh, yeah. uh, what is his armor class? Uh, let me go to extras. Oof! Yeah,
2: he's he's he gonna die. His AC <laughs> is eleven.
0: Okay, so both strike him, uh, and that'll do ten damage at least. Yeah, yeah, Zed's gone. <laughs> Z, okay, Z, so Z, Z yeah, so Zed goes poof. <laughs> yeah, so he goes to rip into it, and and he grabs it and goes to bite into it and it just poof it disappears into this magical mist as it tries to eat your owl and it just it just gets angrier and starts screaming into the wall and looks down at you and is just like ready to charge towards you now yeah and or and Dirk just kind
2: of thinks to himself sorry about that Zed. I'll bring you back later
0: uh and and as you're thinking this to yourself your your attention is pulled back again towards the one that you just hit the blueing blade on and just as gullibly as the first time this one is going to charge directly at you, ignoring this magical energy surrounding it and taking the full brunt of that 2d8 damage from you that's for uh, another 7 damage, thunder, ooh nice okay, yeah so it definitely, it's kind of like almost shot off uh, uh, target a little bit there, but it still staggers up towards you and is able to make a swipe at you, so let's see Oh, fuck on a cracker. Did you just crit on me? So the first attack is going to do five points of damage, which is the minimum. Okay. The second attack, however, did crit. And that is going to be 13.
2: Yeah. Uh, So Dirk's going to burn his reaction for uncanny dodge for the 13, so that reduces it to 16, so it's 11 total.
0: That happened, and Dirk is probably not looking great right now.
2: Uh, Yeah, he's, he's pretty hurt. The uncanny yeah. dodge is yeah. keeping, him, keeping him up, though.
0: Yeah, he's definitely staying on his toes. Um, but Bertram now is kind of like... He's standing between this rage monster kind of looking you down right now, but it seems like the one that's a little bit further back that just destroyed Zed has no interest in him. Uh, but what are you going to do with this information Bertram Um, hmm. there is one that is uh, fairly close to you as well um, that you could engage that is currently attacking uh, Dirk but the other one seems to be fairly fresh and unscathed
1: which one is the fresh one
0: uh, the fresh one is the one that's a little bit further away uh, the other one is the one that charged Dirk just this turn
1: and the other one that's in front of me, how's that one? There is no other one in front of you. There are only two left now. Oh, I
2: so I, I taunted I taunted the one that was on yeah. you and it came after me.
1: And then Adam killed.
2: Um I'm going to
1: um follow this thing towards dirt, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. flank it with dirt. And okay. I'm gonna stab it.
0: <laughs> awesome. So I'm gonna give you a plus two bonus for that flanking.
1: Nice. Even with the plus 2 bonus,
0: that is only a 12, okay? Uh if you like, uh we mentioned in our uh 10.5 episode the new boons that I gave you guys. If you can think of a way to use one of your boons that I gave you, um you can give yourself advantage in this situation.
3: Like the memory, intuition, contact stuff.
0: Correct. Yep. Yeah, so if you have any intuition points, you could use that now to, like, know exactly where to stab into his no, spine. I only have memory or your
1: contact.
0: Okay. Uh, I mean, if you can find a way to spin either of those, that's fine.
1: I think I'll have to keep those for a better situation.
0: Sounds good. Okay, no problem. Is there anything else you can do?
1: That's what I'm double-checking. Really I will um, inspire Dirk. And I guess that'll...
0: Awesome. Okay, so you inspire Dirk... Ending your turn. Uh, Dirk, you now have a D8 of inspiration that you can use with any attack roll, saving throw, or skill check. Yeah. <laughs> and we move on to Dirk's turn. I'm sorry, Adam's turn.
3: So seeing that we've kind of turned the tables here, now seems like the perfect time to do this. Mm-hmm. Adam's going to use his bonus action to dash per his uh, rogue skill or his like, rogue ability. So he effectively has an eighty movement speed. Mm-hmm. He's going to. You have a forty movement speed, normal. With blade song getting. Oh, extra that's right. Him.
0: Fuck. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> He's going right. to uh, basically just sprint through the sewer water, uh, straight up to the one that's injured. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for me to get into uh, like a flanking spot?
0: yeah We're yeah team. you kind of are all surrounding it now and you can definitely get that bonus so, uh, i think at this point since you're surrounding it i'll give you all advantage on attacks against it since there's all three of you around it
3: awesome that's all i need from this sneak attack uh
0: well there's people around there too but
3: i'm uh adam is going to try to pierce this thing with his with his rapier right
0: sweet roll
3: it and of course this would be sneak attack too yeah Got either natural 13 or 8. We got 13 and 5. 18 to hit this thing?
0: Yes, that hits. That was a lot of math, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
3: Yeah, I was saying it out loud, I guess. Uh, It's all right. I just thought it was funny. (laughs) So that will be 1d8 plus... I think I only get a D6 at this level at the moment for my sneak attack.
0: You get two D6 if you were a third level Right.
3: Yeah, perfect then. Cool. Two D6 it is.
0: Yep. Yeah, you you get an extra D6 every other level on the odd levels.
3: Must be pretty decent, I think. We've got 15 plus uh, 2. So seventeen points of piercing damage.
0: Okay, and is that a magical weapon you are using? Yes,
3: it's my plus one right here.
0: Okay, cool. So you do seventeen points of damage and uh, you stab into this creature and it just it just dies before you.
3: <laughs> so Alright. I uh, will if I have any movement left, I will once again stay within we'll do fifty feet. Uh, okay. the next kobold. So if I have to back up, I will.
0: All right. Uh, then, Dirk, you are up. Okay. Uh, after seeing
2: that uh, Adam murdered this one that I was working on, I'm going to go after the one that just killed Zed. And, uh, yeah, Dirk's just going to completely just charge him and, uh, again, booming blades. Leaps in the air at him, charging that okay. rapier, plunging it into him with all his might. Alright, go ahead and go ahead. So, this one will not get sneak attack because nobody's adjacent. Correct. Okay. Uh, 17 plus 7, so that is 24.
0: A lot. Yeah. A lot. You definitely hit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, so, thunder damage. Uh, five thunder damage. And okay. Then, uh, rapier. Uh,
0: rapier is only five damage. Okay. I rolled, I rolled minimum on the on the stab. <laughs> That's all right. So now there's this energy uh, kind of glowing around him again. Uh, yeah. What are you going? Are you going to back up again? Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm going to do the yeah. same thing that I've been doing. Just kind of jump back up.
0: He tries to take a swipe at you as, as you're leaping back, and, and it just misses as you're definitely kind of leaping away from him. Right. Okay. Um, but if that's it for your turn, he's going to dive directly back in at you, uh, taking the full run of that explosion once more. These guys don't seem to learn from, from their mistakes. So. boom.
2: Yeah, that's not
0: the greatest uh, five thunder damage. Oof. Yikes. Alrighty then, uh, but he's still not looking great. It seems like he maybe has learned a little bit and was able to jump at the right moment and kind of use that momentum to leap at you uh, and is now clawing at your, at your throat with its claws, just, you know, viciously attacking you. Uh, and we're going to make the two attacks right now at you. Holy fuck on a cracker. I rolled a 19 and another natural 20. Holy shit. So Ouch. the first one... The last time it was an 18 and a natural 20. This time it was a 19 and a natural 20. Which means next time next time it's going to be a couple ones, so that's okay. Uh, uh, yeah,
2: I'm just going to declare the uncanny
0: dodge on the, on the crit right now. <laughs> okay, well, the other one's a 9. Oof. And the crit damage. Uh, so the crit damage is 11, which means you're going to take a total of... Fourteen from both attacks. After your uncanny dodge on the crit, big oof! I'm still up, but I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm pretty hurt. <laughs> so Dirk has just confirmed that he is definitely the tank of the group. Okay. <laughs> I'd be dead already. Less than half my HP already. <laughs> All right. So uh, that is that is Bertram's turn now.
1: Um. Okay. Uh, it's the guy that's left next to... Okay. There's just one guy mm -hmm. left. I'm going to run past and around Adam Mm -hmm. and the creature to get behind it. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to flank it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to flank it. I'm just trying to decide if I should use that. Yeah, I'm going
0: to stab it with the rapier... Okay, so stabby stab. That's another two. Wow. Yikes. That's a miss again. Sure is. Well, that's all I can do. All right. So, next up is Adam.
3: So, Adam is. Would I be within about 60 feet of this one? Uh, I yeah. Like back to the last time? Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, I'm once again going to use my bonus action to dash. Okay. And. I will sprint right up next to, I think it would be Dirk, would be the first one I'd run into, right?
0: Yeah, so if you're sprinting right up next to Dirk, you guys are, again, you're surrounding it, so you definitely have advantage on this attack.
3: Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to basically just almost not even looking at the kobold. I'll just be, like, staring into Dirk's eyes (laughs) as I just quickly move up next to him and stab my rapier out to my nice.
0: side. Okay. Go ahead and make that attack.
3: Yeah, either 13 or a nat 1. So 13. Adding inspiration. 5 to that.
0: He, he hits He's without 18. it, though. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think it,
3: yeah. an gotcha. easy hit. Uh, the only one who needs
0: inspiration is the one who can't give it to himself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, the irony.
0: Yes, it damage is.
3: Damage for you real fast.
2: How did this level, uh, that
3: kind of sucks. That's six plus.
2: Probably enough. <laughs>
1: two,
3: eight points of magical piercing damage.
0: That really? Yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no, two that is not enough. Four. Oof. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of whiffs. Oh, no, no, you um, got
2: you get sneak attack
0: too, right? That was a sneak attack. attack. I only get the d8 for the rapier and
3: then. Yeah, 2d6, so. (laughs) Yeah, I've already, like, last hit a couple of them (laughs) at least. I will then. Yeah, fuck it. You know what? I'm not even gonna disengage. I'm just gonna fucking walk back, we'll say, my remaining 20 feet backwards off of the thing. I don't even care if an opportunity attacks me. It can try.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it's going to try. Yes. Okay. Uh, 20.
3: Oh, fuck. That is me. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> I, I don't
2: understand. Take 10 points of damage. That was max damage. <laughs> I don't understand the strategic reasoning there.
3: Because <laughs> I have an 18 AC. <laughs>
2: you, you had a bonus action to disengage. No, you, I used my
3: bonus action to dash dash to get there in the first place.
2: Well, you could have stayed there and gave <gasps> us advantage on our next attacks, but you know.
3: You're still going to have advantage on our next attack because nope. there's three of us surrounding it, aren't we? Not we'll anymore.
2: You no, you're away. not because you're now backed off. You just
3: walked away and got smacked. <laughs> well, right, yeah. but Bertram's on one side of it and then Dirk's on the other, isn't he?
2: Big brain move. Correct.
3: So <laughs> and that's only
0: two. I'm giving a plus one or plus two for that. So, All right. Okay. Uh, next up is Dirk. He's, he's, he's on his last legs here though. All right
2: so Dirk, Dirk's gonna do something a little uh, a little different from what he usually does. This time he's gonna drop his rapier and look into the thing's eyes and as he does uh, Dirk's eyes start glowing blue and sparkling the uh, the scars down his neck start glowing a faint blue and it travels down into his arms as electrical forces just start emerging from his hands. And he, and he yells at him, For Zed! <laughs> and, he, and he leaps at him and
0: grabs his head
2: and tries to deli- or tries to grab his head and tries to deliver a shocking grasp.
0: Okay, yeah, go ahead and make that attack roll. Okay.
1: You
2: have plus two and inspiration. Yeah, I didn't need it. I, I rolled a 19 or <laughs>
0: okay.
2: so that is a uh, 2d8 lightning damage okay and that is a uh, 10 lightning damage to his All right. cranium.
0: so that's enough to cook his brain and take him out uh and you guys are kind of left over top of these bodies of what seemed to be these bizarre rage monsters that were just a few moments ago these strawny little malnourished and disgusting looking kobolds uh, and these gave you a run for your money just now um, as you're kind of contemplating the implications of that you uh, we're going to leave you there as we end this episode of Dice Heist <laughs> so nice. all right yeah. hazard pay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, Dirk. uh Just, just for the audience, how many hit points do you have left? I still have 10 hit points out of my oh max my of 45. Yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah, that was a—that uh, was some brutal.
1: Two hits. I was like, oh fuck.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I figured they would start dropping like flies for you eventually, but yeah.
2: Uncanny dodge.
1: Amazing.
0: Yeah. I told you you were the tech.
1: Yeah. You didn't believe me. <laughs> you don't want to believe me. <laughs> oh, just just wait until
0: I hit
2: level seven.
0: Yeah, I know. Then, area of effect spells just stop working again. Uh, all right, so I think we're going to end it here. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been a lot of fun. I will catch you guys next time on Dice Heist.
2: See ya. See ya, guys.
0: Woo! you all for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. Our next episode will be released on Sunday May 30th at noon. I want to give a special thanks to Nick for letting us use the song Something for Now which we used both in our intro and you can hear it playing right now in our outro. Uh, I'd like to give a thanks to my wife Erica for her support and her wonderful work on our show notes and her additional help writing flavor text for me as... Sometimes I just kind of drop the ball on that, and she helps pick that back up for me. I'd like to thank BattleBards.com for their help improving our show with their enormous library of background noise, battle music, and also other sound effects that we use here and there throughout the show. I want to mention again that... We are always looking for listener-submitted items that I can give to the players. Uh, Anything you come up with, I will at least consider giving to them as a magical or technological item that they can then use in the show. And you will definitely get a a shout-out if you create an item for us, and we thank you very much for adding this nice bit of uniqueness to the show. Don't forget, check us out on Twitter at Dice underscore Heist and on Facebook at Dice Heist Podcast. Feel free to reach out to us there or, of course, you can always send us an email at Dice at gmail.com. Currently, we are still running our giveaway for two owl keychains, two scale mail dice bags, and two sets of dice. total so we'll of six different items and six different winners. All you have to do to enter to win these items is like, share, and follow one of our posts either on Twitter or on Facebook. Doing this gets you a chance to win one of these wonderful items on top of helping us try and spread the word of our show so that other people that you know can enjoy it as well. And as always, stay tuned for the next episode of Dice Heist. They come out every Sunday and we even sometimes submit a bonus episode on Wednesdays. Oh yeah, and there's one last little blooper from me not being able to do math. in total six and five oof huh <clears throat> that was only 13 damage for the first one
2: yeah 13 divided by, by like
0: oh oh yeah half rounded down is. Seven. you can only do it on one attack though yeah, to one. half it so
2: yeah it's only one
0: oh i see okay yeah so the 13 you'll actually reduce to six so you'll take yeah so you'll take 11 okay that makes sense sorry i was very confused for a second there on the math I'm going to cut out my confusion and probably put it in a blooper. So, you know, it'll be fun.